Hello everyone, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Be Inspired by She Hills. I trust you're well and I hope you're giving gratitude to God this morning for waking you up priceless. You know I love you guys. I want to say thank you so much for all the amazing messages I've been getting. For those who've been calling, sending messages and texts and whatever, I want to say thank you. Keep doing it. Keep sharing the podcast. Anyway, today I have a special guest. She's my friend all the way from America and her name is Pamela. Well, she's going to be talking to us about something really serious and something that's very dear to my heart. Now that is being abused as a child. Now, a lot of people were abused either as children, either physically, verbally or mentally or whatever. And they have grown up and it's affected every single thing they've done. Even getting married with their husbands in relationships, they haven't been able to move on and forgive. Now, Pamela has volunteered to talk to you guys and to share how she was able to go through such terrible experiences. But at the same time, forgive all those people who did these terrible things to her. So I'll let you listen to her and I hope you're blessed and you can make a difference. So hello Pamela. Hi. Okay, it's nice to have you. So please tell your story for everyone to hear. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, So I've, over my adult life, I've really thought through this journey of abuse and processed, okay, what is the implication? What does it mean for my life, for my present, for my future? Um, It started out when I was about six. I was really young. It was um, a family friend's daughter that first um, molested me. And after that, our house help. And after that, um, some other family friends. And then the, I think, most painful part was that I became the abuser at one point because I started doing to my sister what was done to me and I think that has been the hardest thing to process and let go of. From there I went into adulthood, Um, no actually from there I became a teenager and my mom, very wonderful generous person, has always had people in the house. Um, we've always had a nanny or a cook or a driver. We, we had the whole suit of help. Um, and while that was a blessing, the side effect was you couldn't monitor everyone that had access to your kids. So for me, those people who had access, all of the people she opened up our home to, to say, do you need a bed to sleep? You're welcome in our home. I have a guest room. I have a BQ. I have an extra apartment that nobody's staying in. You know, let me make our home available to you. Some of those people were my abusers um, for several years. So for the period they stayed with us, um, it would start and... I know, I remember thinking at one time that this was normal. This was what every child was going through. This is just the way life was. It never actually occurred to me that this is not normal. Not every child goes through this. This is not how it's supposed to be. I think as an adult, when I started processing this experiences, that's what struck me the most, is how many people buy into that lie that this is normal. Um, I remember, you know, I went off to college and then I had a say as to who had access to me, but I hadn't fully appreciated 
what that translates into. So I, I, you know, I had the crappy relationships like any other young girl. I try to stay a virgin until marriage. And I did okay until I was 30. And then I met someone I was convinced I loved him. Oh, what a mistake. Selfish human being. Um, now I have no ill feelings towards him. And I'm so grateful to God that didn't work out. But I gladly, you know, gladly gave him my virginity. And he... It meant nothing to him, you know. It, it really didn't. And I was disappointed, but I still didn't realize how everything was kind of linked to the beginning of sex to me, mm-hmm. what it meant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I, when I was in my 20s, th- that was the last abusive experience I had. I went to visit a dear friend that I absolutely love her and her husband. Um, sadly, his brother, her husband's brother was in the house and he was touching me while I was asleep. This happened at night and something woke me up and I saw him looming over me with a wooden spoon and I just stared at him. I was like, what did you plan to do with that? You know, what, what was your intention? Were you going to put that inside me? Like what, what was going through your head? Did you think I would sleep through it? You know, and I was horrified. And when I got up, it finally hit me that I'm not a victim anymore. I actually have a say as to who has access to me. I can establish my boundaries and I can decide if this goes on or if I'm going to say no more. And after that experience, this was in my late 20s, I said no more. You know, I I made up my mind I would limit who had physical access to me Mm -hmm. because it starts with physical access. Um, And then I would decide that I wasn't going to let this destroy my view of sexuality and destroy my future, which was all well and good to say in my (laughs) mind. (laughs) But then reality (laughs) came. And I remember, you know, I was having a conversation with my mom and she said, oh, uncle so-and-so died. And I thought, well, thank God, at least he's done, you know, molesting (laughs) other children. And she looks at me and she's like, oh, how come you're not sad? You were really close to him. And I just looked at her and I thought, why didn't you protect me? You know, why didn't you keep me safe? And then I remembered, well, she can only do what she knows. If I won't open up and share with her, how could she have? You know, she was struggling to raise kids by herself. How could she possibly have seen everything? You know, and hospitality is such a huge part of our culture. You know, how do you say, no, family members, none of you are allowed near my home? You know, yeah, don't, exactly. Yeah. It's difficult, it is. So I thought, um so i thought yeah i thought you know let's i need to forgive her and i think that was the first slap in the face that this actually is about forgiveness so i'm a believer so i believe god is sovereign i don't think god was asleep when any of those things happened to me i believe he allowed them to happen he didn't make them happen but he allowed them to happen and i believe he's redemptive And as I look back on that moment of recognition that I have to start with forgiveness, I have to forgive my mom. She did the best she could. 
I have to forgive my abusers. And most importantly, and I think this was the hardest thing to do, I have to forgive myself. It is not my fault. I didn't do it. I didn't make it happen. And God will redeem all of it. Thank you so much, Pamela. I mean, this is a, a, a topic that even every time I speak to people about it and they talk about, you can see that for those who haven't moved on, it's still so painful. And even for those who are also forgiven, it's still a very sensitive thing. Now, I know a lot of people are going through similar experiences, but Pamela, could you please clarify for us, when you were narrating your story, you said you were a virgin till you were about 30. Some people will be wondering, how can you be abused and still be a virgin? So could you elaborate on the sort of abuse you actually went through? Yeah, thank you. Um, so I had several people fondle me very inappropriately in my private area. Um, and, you know, use objects, use their hands. Um, it was a lot of that because a lot of it was happening very quickly to avoid being caught yeah and a lot of kissing uh, there was one particular experience where he just he could not stop and it was you know at first it was appalling and then it just became normal and it became okay i guess this is what happens oh, i guess wow. this is what you do and i guess that's the way it is so yeah okay thank you and how old were you when all this started um six six wow and then happened regularly 8 10 12 14 it just, oh my gosh yeah i mean this is honestly honestly it's terrible but yeah. you know the the sad thing is that this is still happening right now yeah children are going through this and parents don't even know yeah i mean house boys are abusing their yeah. children house girls are abusing the male children because yeah. most people think this only happens to female children but male children to get abused yeah. and parents need to be on the lookout to make sure that their gardeners their gate men their house helps their, even the worst thing is family yep. the uncles that live in the house the aunties that live in the house i mean i have so many people telling me stories we'll back to that but first of all let me ask you how how would you advise people who have been through similar things and have not forgiven or who are having challenges in their marriage right now or with boyfriends or with relationships and those things keep coming back and they've repressed these memories how can they actually forgive and move on with their life so one thing that helped me significantly is my sister went through therapy um, I would encourage you if you can find a good therapist and please I stress the good therapist because I tried therapy and it was a total failure yeah. I couldn't find a good one if you can find a good therapist please use that it is an amazing resource for healing it's a journey you never get to the end of it because forgiveness doesn't happen overnight you mm. can make up yeah. your mind to forgive but it doesn't mean that, you know, your actions may say different. Yeah, of course. So while your mind wants to forgive, if your heart hasn't done that yet, then your reaction will make it obvious. You know, yes. so I would encourage you start by saying it happened. It happened. Admit it. Yes, thing, admit right? it. Admit it happened. happened. And it it's your not your imagination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not something way back when. It actually happened. Mm. It has an impact on your today and your tomorrow. So say it out loud. Speak to someone. Find a safe place. Share about it. 
I'm not asking you to put a sign on your forehead <laughs> or go, you know, every conversation say I was abused. Yeah. But please bring it out to the light. Mm. It doesn't get better until you bring it out to the light and talk about and it. And talk about it. And then it. you begin to heal. Yes. Thank you, Pamela. Honestly, that's what she is about. Now, for those of you who don't know what she heals means, it actually means sharing, healing, and excelling. And then you heal. And that's why it's called She Heals. So I'm not the one called She Heals. It's the whole process. Because when you share your hurts, you begin to heal and then you excel. A lot of yes. unforgiveness, a lot of bitterness, a lot of blame is holding you back. A lot of people telling you you can't do this, you can't do that. And you feeling that you're not good enough and you're not worthy has been holding you back for so long. Now, unless you make that decision to forgive yourself, to know you were not to blame for all these terrible things that happened to you, you're not going to move on. Anyway, I want to say thank you today for listening. Thank Pamela, thank you yeah. for contributing and sharing your experience with us. And we hope that this will be a blessing to some people and you can begin to make a difference and change your lives from today. You know I love you guys. God bless you. You take care and have a good weekend. All right. Bye-bye.